Hello everyone and welcome back to TED Talks. Hey everyone. So today we're going to be talking about really this is just going to be re-rambling about some of my favorite musicals that I've seen that I love. <laughs> and I'm going to try and incorporate some of these scenic elements that have been involved in these different musicals that I've seen and that I love. <laughs> um, so as you know, in theater, we have, we have our sets, we have our lighting, we have our sound, we have our costumes, and we have our props. And so I'm going to try and stray away from costumes a little bit more and away from sound a little more just because some of these musicals their scenic elements are more of the lighting or they're more of the props and I want to talk about costumes in the future because Halloween's coming up and I thought that'd be a genius idea so that's what we're gonna do <laughs> So stay tuned for our Halloween episode closer to Halloween. <laughs> Anyways, so let's let's just jump right into this. Oh my gosh, I love these musicals so much. Have I said that? I've said that too many times by now, but that's okay. So the first musical that we're going to talk about is Phantom of the Opera, and let me tell you, so the first time that I saw this musical, I was in theater, not theater tech, theater, my freshman year. And I was sitting in the back and while I wish I was closer to the screen, I also do not regret my decision to sit all the way in the back because that means the rest of our theater class could not see me fangirling and nearly crying over Phantom of the Opera. And that's fine, that's fine. I, I will admit I did shed a tear or two when I first saw this this musical because it is so beautiful and oh my gosh the singing in it if you have not seen fan of the opera I highly recommend let's just okay so phantom of the opera is so intricate there's there's so much the costumes all the effects the chandelier, my guys, the chandelier, massive, hand done, so many beads, plus in the middle of the show, you have to make it drop right in the middle of the show. And that is, wow, <laughs> is all I can say. Wow. <laughs> I lost my train of thought, but this is, this is fine. This is normal. I talk to myself. We're good. <laughs> so right now I'm honestly looking at uh, pictures on Google Images of Phantom of the Opera. And I have seen it before, but let's be honest. I think the last time I saw it was like a week ago. And like, that's, that's a long time. So I need a refresher and I need to find things to talk about. But that's fine. 
Okay, so Phantom of Phantom's little like layer thing down at the bottom with all of those candles and the smoke and the I am amazed at the fact that they were able to create such like a like a lake scene sort of a thing with just fog and lighting. Like I when I first saw that I was like what is that? Like I I kind of knew that it was fog, but at the same time, they're gliding on it, on this raft. And so I was thinking to myself as I was watching it, how are they doing that? Like, are those just wheels? But at the same time, I was also thinking, how could you move wheels without disrupting the fog? Unless you just add more fog, which could entirely be a thing. But that was amazing. And making it so it looks like Phantom and Christine are walking downward on these stairs. And I don't remember what they were walking on. I know Miss Young told us what they were walking on, but I don't remember for the life of me at the moment. That was also pretty cool. And all those candles, I mean, how did they, well. <laughs> And the last thing I wanted to talk about for Phantom of the Opera was the projection that they used for it. That was one of the first times that I've... Okay, Phantom was the first, like, Broadway musical that I'd seen. However, that was also, like, the first time I've seen projection and the use of different screens to actually make something or, like, used in the form of, like, a video or something. And that was really cool. So... It's that first scene right after Kristen gets done with the show and everyone's clapping. And so she bows to the audience, but then she gets up and she turns around and she bows towards the back of the stage, which is then used as a projection to show the audience. So it's like we're backstage now of this theater. And I thought that was really, really cool. Little trippy, not gonna lie. But it was also really cool. And not to mention the mirror effect that they also did earlier. Because if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I think that was also projection. So she's standing there looking in the mirror. And she's talking to the phantom. And then all of a sudden the phantom appears in the back of the mirror. And it just opens up. I'm going to tell you, one of my absolute favorite parts of musicals and plays and everything else are the entrances and exits. Like, I didn't think about it at first, but once I started thinking about what I wanted to say for this podcast and everything else, I started realizing it was all the entrances and exits that they had that were some of the big things that I thought were really, really cool. And so during the masquerade scene with the staircases, those were also really pretty um but during the masquerade scene all of a sudden you see the phantom appear in the middle of the stage and at the beginning of the show you don't think that there is an entrance or an exit or anything right there you just think it's just solid but no there's there's literally an entrance exit and it makes it so that the phantom appears to be popping out of nowhere which is part of all the dramatic flair of the phantom and I, I just love it. <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest, I can't believe I s- 
sat here talking about Phantom of the Opera for about seven minutes now. So, you know, we'll go on to Les Mis, the second musical that I had ever seen and that I absolutely adore. So with Les Mis, the first time I ever saw it, I honestly was in theater tech as well. And then later on, I think after my, or not in theater tech, I was in theater. But after my first year in theater, I think that summer, I decided, you know what? I'm going to watch the movie of Les Mis as well. And I got to tell you, I watched the uh, concert version of Les Mis. So there wasn't a lot of, uh, there wasn't a lot of set for them to deal with. There was just a couple of props on the stage that kind of stayed there. And then what really hit hard was all the voice acting and all the costumes and the lighting. The lighting is a key part in this, in the version that I watched. And then I watched the movie that summer and I liked it, but not nearly as much as I liked the actual concert version that I had seen earlier. There was just something about it that really wowed me. Like, yeah, the movie version allowed us to see a couple more things more clearly, and it helped keep track of the timeline a little bit better. But I think overall, the concert version, the 25th anniversary edition, the concert version, was honestly the better of them. <laughs> And I can't really explain to you why. It's probably has to do with the singing, because Lame is honestly brought me to tears as well, which is, I say this, but I don't want you to take it lightly, because normally I don't cry during movies or anything else. And so for me to be brought to tears by these two musicals is a big thing in my book, and especially with the singing. The singing is what brought me to tears. Never in my life have I ever been brought to tears by someone singing before until I saw these musicals. I absolutely adore them. <laughs> um, for Les Mis, the version that I saw, it was all about the lighting, which I thought was incredible. Because not only during the, the musical, was there changes in events? How do I explain this? There is only one entrance and exit point for Lame is the concert version that I saw. And I'm gonna keep referencing that just because I don't want you to forget. Not that you would forget, but still. Um, but I thought it was really cool because they have the lights set up and in a way that honestly I've never seen done before, but then again, I don't have that much experience in lighting. So I guess take that with a grain of salt. But you could see light beams at specific occasions and especially the scene with all the gunfire when they put up the barricade in Lehman's. All of a sudden you see flashes of red and white light beaming through the stage and all over the place. And that is honestly a spectacular sight. And if I ever saw that in person, honestly, my eyes would probably hurt a little bit just because I'd be blinded by the light, but at the same time, it'd be an incredible experience because those lights were meant to represent 
the gunshots and the bullets of each shot fired. Does that make sense? <laughs> like, like you're gonna answer me. <laughs> um, and I thought that was really cool. I thought that was one of the main things that stood out for me in Les Mis. Not to mention all the death scenes with the white light in the background towards that one entrance and just seeing them walk into the light. My, my, oh, it's so sad and it's so heartbreaking because you know that they're, they're dead and then you just see them walk away and you're like, don't walk away. <laughs> I absolutely, oof. And then I know that uh, as we were watching this, as we were watching Les Mis in class one time, Miss Young paused the the movie, the show, the musical, all of the above. <laughs> she paused it and she said, yeah, around this point, there would actually be a turntable on the stage and they'd turn it so that you could see around to the backside of the barricade. And I... I sat there thinking about how amazing that'd be and then just imagining what the barricade would look like. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's that's all I have to say about Lame is. If if you couldn't tell already, I highly recommend all of these these musicals and shows that I'm I'm talking about today. Just for the record. <laughs> And then, okay, I didn't like Shrek the Musical as much. I don't know why, it's just not particularly my cup of tea, but I will not lie that it's also an amazing musical. It's very, very, very comedic, I gotta tell you. <laughs> and this one was so visually pleasing. Like, there were so many scenic elements if i could remember my train of thought that'd be great there are so many scenic elements in shrek the musical i don't even know where to begin if i'm being honest here so you start out in the swamp with shrek and you have trees everywhere and then you have the vision of grass on the ground and you have dirt and rocks and you have the entire mountainscape in the background and it's awesome and not to mention that all of this changes in just a couple of seconds throughout the entire show like watching Shrek the Musical I didn't think about it at first but now that I'm actually talking about Shrek the Musical and everything that's going on in it and I'm looking at these pictures on a uh, Google Images I'm remembering all these things and how it just changes in the blink of an eye and you don't even really notice it. I think now that I'm looking at these pictures and remembering all this again, you also notice I think projection was a really big thing for this musical as well. Like yes, they had a lot of physical elements as well, but I don't think half the stuff they did would have been possible if not for projection. And honestly, I think 
that's revolutionizing set design and everything else is the use of projection like don't get me wrong handwork is also absolutely beautiful i mean just take a look at phantom of the opera in terms of the sets and everything used in these two musicals there's still such a difference and they're so beautiful in their own ways um one of the big things that stood out to me with uh, Shrek was when, whenever they were walking and they were going on a trip or anything else, you'd see them walking across the stage, but realistically they also aren't walking across the stage. And if I remember correctly, they used some sort of a treadmill thing for them to be like, oh, walking across the stage, but then you're not actually walking across the stage. I thought that was really cool, and I didn't think about that, and I was like, whoa, that's pretty cool. <clears throat> and then all of the props used in this one, too, especially the one part, the props that stood out the most to me in this musical was when Fiona was singing in, singing about what a beautiful morning it was or something like that. And she starts singing to this deer, which you can see is obviously fake. And she just happens to pull off the antlers to the deer and start singing with the deer. And all of a sudden, the deer's gone. And it, you know it's supposed to be fake, and it's all part of the comedic aspect of this musical. And I just thought that was really funny. <laughs> and then, of course, the bird was exploding after Fiona sang to it. And she just shrugs it off like it's nothing, which is also pretty funny. But also, that bird was kind of scary, not even going to lie to you. There is just so much with this one. It was it it was really good. I do recommend, especially if you're interested in any of the scenic work they do in this. And then what's the next musical? Oh. <laughs> one of the most famous current musicals that there are. Hamilton. <laughs> so I gotta be honest, I when Hamilton was blowing up at first, like before it was released on Disney Plus, I wasn't a fan of it. I was like, what is this? Everyone's talking about it. And I was honestly annoyed with it until I saw Hamilton. And I was left speechless, if I'm going to be honest here. <laughs> the set with this one is also relatively stationary. But at the same time, it is honestly remarkable. As I was sitting there watching Hamilton for the first time, the only thing that kept running through my mind was how I would love to be backstage or would have loved to help put together Hamilton or create the set or literally anything that doesn't have to be on stage. I'm not an onstage person. I'd rather be a stagehand. But that was all that was running through my head because of how amazing it all is. So if I'm, I'm looking at the set right now and it's honestly just a bunch of wooden structures that look like so much fun to create and hang up and build. And the way that they used the set in Hamilton 
was amazing. All of a sudden it was a bar or it was outside or it was something else. And yet everything is stationary. And as the audience, you can just kind of infer a lot of that stuff. I don't, I don't know. And one thing that really threw me off was, what, what scene was it? I don't know if this is the first scene that this appears, but during the scene where Hamilton gets shot, they had a turntable in there, which I was not expecting. When you look at the stage itself and throughout the rest of the show, you have no idea that it's even there. It's not visible whatsoever. You have no idea. And then all of a sudden, the stage just starts to move. And I was wrong. The first time that it's noticed is during the toast that Angelica, yeah, I think that's her name, during her speech after Hamilton and Eliza gets married. All of a sudden you see the stage start to turn and I was so thrown off by that and I was like, this is amazing because they used it in the best way possible because it talks about rewinding to the night that they first met Hamilton and you can literally see everything rewinding in time as the stage is turning. Just speechless, I tell you, speechless. <laughs> And then all the dancing and all the background stuff that happens on on the different parts of the stage. Like, nothing goes unnoticed. I just... I would have loved to be a part of Hamilton. I don't even know what else to say. I'm so speechless by this. Like, it's all just there. <laughs> so, yeah, those those are the musicals. And I've seen a couple more, but this has already been 20 minutes. So this has been me ranting about all of my favorite musicals and some of the scenic elements in all of them. So with Phantom, you got your projection, you got your lights, you got your sound, you got, you got everything with Phantom. And a lot of it is hand done and it's intricate and it's beautiful and I highly recommend it. Honestly, Phantom of the Opera is my favorite. Lame is, also can't go wrong with that one. Um, I'm curious to see what the version of, Fan of Lame is would be. That's not the concert version, and that's not the movie that they did with Hugh Jackman. I'm curious to see what that one would look like, and if I ever get the chance to, or if I ever find a version like that that I can watch. Definitely going to. I'd love to see what else they do with that. Um, Shrek the Musical, lots of projection, lots of props. All, it, very beautiful. Very beautiful. Hamilton. Very simplistic, but honestly used to the absolute best that they can do. Like, it really didn't need much, and yet they used it all so beautifully. And yeah, if I ever see any of these in person, I probably would start crying. And I highly recommend all of them.
And there you have it. There's some of my favorite musicals, and there's there's some amazing things that you can go and watch and enjoy for yourselves. And yeah, I'm so. This has just been me talking to myself. So I saw I I, I am sorry if I sound rambly. Um, but yeah, join us next time for I don't know what we're doing for next episode. So tune in to find out what it is. All right, see you next time, guys.